That one driven deep right field. Thank you, go. Gone for Morgan Chris. And Vincent Chamberlain. That ball. Going to the wall. Chamberlain the second for this first hit. Mounted second, going to third. With his first hit of the season. So, and the pitch. That one swung deep to left. And that one's gone! Savvy Seaman with a three-run shot. And the Warhawks take the lead. Oh, buddy, my hands are free this week because I've got finally I bought two mics earlier that had boom arms, and I'm able to uh, screw these road NT USB minis into them. So my hands can I can call touchdown this week. <laughs> so welcome to another episode of Scouting Games with D Shot. Um, we're gonna go through the week six um, results from our side. And I think I had more than I think I had one more win than you had, Scout, because I had Dolphins run, Panthers run, Browns run, Broncos run. We both had the Browns and the Broncos and the Dolphins run. You had your Lions run. Where am I missing one? Um, one, two, three, four. Maybe we both had. Maybe we both had four. I think we both had four. The Bills. Uh, we both picked Bills. Yeah. A three in a row, Ron. Okay, maybe we both had four. Okay. I thought you, you somehow had five. So, um, just your thoughts on the week. Obviously, I saw most of the Packer game. Um, pretty much that was probably all I watched. I watched the Packer game with, uh, a couple of my neighbors back home. Um, and they're Bears fans, but we kind of was like, it wasn't like, oh, we're watching and we're cheering for the Bears. It's kind of, well, they're, they were cheering for the Bears. It was more of like, I'm there for the food. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers doing that whole bringing back the um, – Oh, the, the whole thing he, he runs – kind of double check. <laughs> he runs, runs into the end zone, I think, from the right side. And um, he ended up getting the uh, – yeah, he ended up getting in and doing the uh, – I guess some woman was giving him the double bird. Oh, that's uh, why he said, I own you? Yeah, and then he just said, yeah, I freaking own you. Still freaking own you. Oh, and I thought – Tom Brady, did you hear about the Tom Brady thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Brady goes on somebody's podcast or something and says, says "Oh, we um, own the Bucks. Oh, you got, you got, a, yeah, you own the, you own a part of the Milwaukee Bucks, but then you also somehow are you jokingly said uh, shareholder of the Chicago Bears." Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I hope Rogers owns the Bears. You do a better job of owning the Bears than McCaskies. Uh, probably, probably, or he probably do a better job as well with with then both it would probably do be a good shareholder for both the bears and the lions um the lions the ford family getting booed oh it's no longer it's the it's like the owner of the lions is like the niece of martha ford or like the the aunt of it's like it's still in the family Mm -hmm. i mean the bears are just like they have Virginia McCaskey's oldest dirt. Like, she's like that SpongeBob character who's like shriveled up 
complain uh, about chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. She's chocolate. Like, like she's like the OG part of like she's well, she's like this daughter George Hallis. Yeah. And so she's old as dirt and like she doesn't make any decisions. I mean, she's the same thing with like the Bulls and Jerry Reinsdorf. Reinsdorf doesn't really make the decisions. It's all his son. Same thing with the Bears. There's a son doesn't know how to run a football team. He knows how to run a successful franchise in terms of raking in cash. But um, don't even own the Soldier Field. And, and the Bears might move from Soldier Field. I hope. To like Arlington, the thing wherever is, it is, Arlington, Arlington yeah, Heights. Arlington, it's uh, Arlington Heights is they the Arlington racetrack. Okay, uh, like not NASCAR, but like horse racing. They um that they purchased like a Kenosha the thing. Plot, what? That sounds like a Kenosha thing because we we used to have the Dairyland uh, yeah. Greyhound Park. But I mean, but that's more the, like dog racing or whatever. The uh, Arlington racetrack was a really good racetrack. Um, but they it closed. Um, the Bears bought the plot of land. Like they have purchased it, or mm-hmm. I think are planning to. Um, so is that going to be a new stadium, or is that going to be a practice it facility? Has a, it has a, it has enough space to. I mean, think of it. It's a ginormous freight horse racetrack that's enough to build a stadium there um and i mean i kind of mentioned the bears don't even own own soldier field the city owns it okay um and so they just lease there's i think the (laughs) the bears even tried to like tried to sweeten the deal of the city and said hey we'll give you these box seats if you let us if you like put down the rent or something and they said no way why would we want that <laughs> and um but like, oh we'll give the mayor free tickets to every oh, game well i'm pretty sure but then the i'm pretty sure should... lightfoot, like maybe Lori lightfoot i'm pretty sure she'd get free tickets anyway or like probably do something um if i was if i was the mayor of chicago i just saw the packer fans yeah, I don't think Lori would do that. But uh, anyway, uh, where were we? <laughs> um. Oh yeah. What surprised? Uh, I guess was what surprised me. Or what was? I guess the good thing about this week. Um. That uh, Titans game was a lot more competitive than I thought it would be. I thought the Bills would just go steamroll them. Um, considering kind of the Titans' defense has not been good. Um, and it turned out to be a really, really good game. Um, uh, what was it? It was a Monday night game. So Monday night game. Yeah, and they had, had another one of those, uh, uh, what was it called? Um, had one of those uh, the stiff arms. The stiff oh. arms. Oh, he sent someone to the shadow realm. Uh, <laughs> but um, the uh, the Lions are in line for the first overall pick. <laughs> because yeah, because of a game-winning field goal. What? Because of a game-winning field goal in Jackson in uh England in England. The the Jack Jaguars. 
Um, Talk about that. Two, two, one and five. Well, teams end up being one and five, 20, the 23 to first win for the Jaguars since week one of last year. Since like medieval times. (laughs) It's like, um, I think a surprise is the Texans. All right, no. Nah, I, I thought that was. I, I, read, I read something that the Dolphins and Texans Could, are working on a deal. For Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. Um, and because uh, Tua is not good. Uh, and um, there's a lot of things wrong with the with the Dolphins. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I never liked the culture there. Um, it always seems like just kind of it, like they, they put something together and like, Oh, this might work. And then just, it's like a dumpster fire. And then they're like, Oh, we'll just put a bandaid on this little like giant laceration <laughs> and, and look it's fixed and then it'll open up again um I, I would also say that uh one of the big surprises i think you thought that that uh ravens chargers game was going to be higher like scoring than it was and it was only one score uh, ravens only allowed one score in that game yeah i mean well the Ravens' defense is kind of like sneaky good. Like they're they're always good on defense, um, but like this year they're a little bit susceptible to the pass. Mm. Um, but I mean, credit to them. I mean, Lamar. If he isn't, I'm, I'm putting Lamar in MVP like top three. Um, like the Lamar's playing better right now than he did in his MVP season. And um and also he's playing like this. He's the only quarterback since 1970 with uh five plus starts and no losses in October. But the thing is also, oh, it's five nothing uh Braves now, but um Braves he, are gonna win that series, sadly. I, I, I why I don't I don't want the Dodgers. Well, I know that, but I'm like I would rather no not one, have the team. No that one the outside Los Angeles County. You know how bad that would be. I mean, I'm glad the Bucks finished it out, and I was at the Deer District um, last night for the ring ring stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, the Brewers are always be one step short. Unfortunately, but um, and the Brewers also got uh, Brewers also got rid of Andy Haynes today. So who's he? The hitting coach. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, get some hitting and you'll be you'll be. I mean, I want to say it's a shoe in to win the division next year because you never know. Like maybe Cincinnati, like Cincinnati looked good at the end of the season. Um, mm-hmm. maybe they might be like, "Hey, it's our chance now." Um, St. Louis got rid of uh, Mike Schultz. You kind of go back and forth between baseball and football. That thing, Mike Schultz, 
I never, as a Cubs fan, I'm just like, I don't like Mike Schilt because he's the manager of the Cardinals. But it's like, I thought he, and I don't know much about the Cardinals at all, so I don't know if there's any Cardinal fans who probably just disagree with me here. But I kind of, I, they played well under him. Um, I mean, at the end of the season, they played outstanding. And um, as a disagreement between the owner and Schilt in between, like, the direction of the team, which I kind of interested, like, what direction do the owner think they were going? Like, mm-hmm. is it like, hey, we need to go and, like, not win, win, like, a not win now mode and save our prospects because we have prospects in the pool and maybe, like, be meh for the next couple of years? Or you go and get Anthony Rizzo, take him for the Yankees, and go get kind of, kind of be like the Brewers did where they went and got Lorenzo Cain and Christian Yelich on the same day to kind of get past the Cubs and then. Yeah, but I mean, that. I mean, you got Yelich basically like a discount. Well, not discount Yelich. I mean, you got Yelich in like a complete. It seems flu- like a discount right now. Yeah, I it's mean, at the time, great. at the time, it's like. It's like Marlins are like, oh, we don't know how good this guy is. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll trade him. Sure. Bye. But they also get – the Marlins end up also getting rid of Ozuna and um, with Giancarlo Stanton. This basically all that happened at the same time. You mean the great Yankees transaction? Of where Derek Jeter behind closed doors shakes hands of Brian Cashman? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we better we better back, back other, to football. Yeah, back to football. Um, I was saying the Ravens are definitely one that kind of sticks out in a lot in a lot of ways because that that could have been a lot more scoring. We had two overtime games. Um, KJ Osborne, um, one of a, a Lance Leipold product, kinda because I think he spent a couple of years, um, with Lance at Buffalo. Um, he had the game-winning touchdown for the Vikings. Um, and then, obviously, C.D. Lamb had the game-winning Dallas. touchdown in da- for Dallas over New England. Um, the Cardinals are still undefeated at 6-0 in a game that probably – another game that probably could have been a little bit higher scoring um, is the Cardinals only allowed the Browns two touchdowns. It's the Cardinals' first 6-0 start since 1974. That was, that was a Michigan product who scored both touchdowns, Donathan Peoples-Jones. For who? Uh, the Browns. Oh, for Cleveland? Yeah, Donathan okay. Peoples-Jones. Uh, but, I mean, the Browns concern me now um, because they're banged up. Like, um, uh, Baker's not playing this week. Um, Chubb is out this week. Um, Tyreek Hill is out for this week and probably the next few. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's Brian Hoyer is. Oh, we both had. I'm just catching this. Yeah, we both had Titans. Titans run. Okay, so we both had five. Excuse me from before. We both had five run, not four run. I guess we. Maybe somehow I misread the Bills Titans score. Yeah. Um, but I mean, 
it was an okay week. Um, I mean, I'm glad they're not, not putting any more. Is there any more games in London, or were you kind of like – I don't think so. There's usually two every year. Good. Because – A nice like, little end to the, to the week because you had uh, the Steelers edge out the Seahawks in overtime on a 37-yard field goal, and then there's obviously – the Titans 34 to 31. So um, let's go ahead and make our picks while we're at it. Again, let me pull up my computer door here. Uh, or my cell phone. Um, oh, uh, yeah. You said you were at the Deer District yesterday. Yep. Um, we, we were just in the Deer District. You also have tickets. Uh, I didn't want to spend $200 on two tickets or something. That's smart. Um, I mean, I saw some guys, I saw some people at the games. So at at the, in the deer district that I knew a little bit. So at least five people. The, I mean, that game. The nice takeaway from that game is that Jordan Navarra and um, Grayson Allen played well. So it's going to be, that'll be nice to see them too. What? Did they did they trade for Grayson Allen or sign on the? Free- yeah, they did. Because it was Sam Merrill that went over to there. To where? To Memphis, I think. Oh. So I was saying, I was saying, Nick Nikki Lazar needs to get a. Uh, she was a woman's bat woman's basketball player at Whitewater that needs to get a. That was in love with Grayson Allen. Um. Because she was a Duke fan. Isn't he the guy who kicks people? <laughs> who? Grayson Allen. <laughs> I have no idea. He, I, he I know. I know a lot of. He, uh, he had some heat from the bad, from uh, Bucks fans because he or some booze, or not some. There are a lot of people that weren't fans of that trade because he uh, were mad at him. But he has to win over because because uh, he was because um, of what he did in the national championship game against Wisconsin. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, he's a dirty, like, low-key, dirty, plays dirty to win. But, um, I mean. A three-point shooter, him and Jordan Navarra definitely stepped up and are going to play some pivotal roles this year. Yeah. And, I mean, that division, again, I mean, the Bulls might make a run. Um, They won't win the division, but the Bulls are going to be good this year. Yeah. Um, but I kind of I mean, saw that. I kind of saw somebody comment that on who do you think is going to win the, and somebody's like, oh, it's the Bulls year. And I'm like, no. laugh my butt off. Yeah. No, I, I mean, the, the Bulls will be good. They will not win the division unless somehow Milwaukee, like, somehow some injury like, happens to somebody. Yeah. Giannis, like, like, goes out. Like yeah, but then Giannis, Yedel and Giannis got hurt during the season or during the postseason last year, and and unbelievably played the whole finals. But I mean, um, as I mean, the Bulls, the Bulls did a really good off season. Um, probably the most improved team in the off season was the Bulls. Um, mm-hmm. while we're talking. The, the neat thing was the uh, getting to explore more of the Deer District. I had been into the, the Mecca uh, Sports Bar and Grill. So oh, we, talking we about went, the actual Mecca, like the. No, we so I, me and my buddy went. My my buddy only wanted to go because he saw me at the Deer, Deer District on Snapchat, 
and thought it was cool and he just wanted to get high. <laughs> he just wanted to get high, so we were just watching the game. He's not he's kind of a sports guy sometimes, but not a hundred percent. But he just wanted to check it out. Um but he thought it was cool. Um spent so $78 on food and stuff. Yikes. But um, um yeah. oh that was gonna say football wise, did you hear about uh how Platteville could have or lost lost to lacrosse this weekend. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about that, but it's uh, 24, 23 um, huh. Platteville missed the extra point. Oh, got to no, stop. No. And then uh, lacrosse went, or Platteville went down to the field um, to about the 15 yard line clocks going down. Um, they're obviously trying to spike it, and the quarterback, instead of spiking, kneeled the, the ball down. And, oh! and the time went, time went out. No, they could have won. won, and it would have get if they would if Platteville would have won, it would have given Whitewater pretty much the, the outright conference title, I think, because now it sets up like Whitewater's got to play lacrosse in, in a game that's going to mean something. That I mean, that seems like such a lion's way to lose. Like that is the like I'm surprised the Lions have never done that. Um uh, we yet Kyle was it uh one of the Bears ball. quarterbacks did it, right? I don't know. Maybe. Was it Trubisky or was it I don't remember who it was. I'm I remember be surprised if Trubisky, but I mean that's a that's like a really shitty way to lose. Um I yikes. Um I, I just saw I was watching the the Whitewater. Osh- Whitewater got the uh, the win over. Yeah, I was watching the Oshkosh game, but listening to the Oshkosh like broadcast. And, and called, yeah, I hated listening listening to bro- the the video broadcast, and they were like, Myler with the ball, hands it off to Petey. Yeah, Petey, like really, um, like get I get mean, the announcing from somebody. It's Oshkosh. Can't really complain. I mean, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's funny to listen to uh, other, like, not necessarily well, the, the uh, student broadcasters of different schools call different the other schools. Name, you know, yeah. there was one time me and AJ Bocini. I was uh, going to a Packer game with AJ, and um, we were watching the women's game, and one the opposing school was calling Mary Merg merge and then they were calling abby reeves revis and we were just laughing our butts off because it was, it um, was so bad i mean that the game was great win by whitewater um i personally hate oshkosh's field like because it's there's no like opposing no just optically it looks weird like like it's it might just be like my OCDs, like I need some different color end zone to mm-hmm. like signify where the end zone is. But it's like it's on it's top kind of like of it's soccer. just a, it's a soccer field and a football field. Well it's right? like yeah, it's a soccer field and a football field. Not like Whitewater where your football field is just a fo- football field and your field is a soccer field. But it uses a track too. Yeah, that's true. The track around it, and so, like, the stands are way far away. So it has, like, you have the track, and then you have the entire sideline, and then yeah. the playing surface. 
and so it's like this weird void of like why you could have people sitting or you could have people sitting i understand there's a track so you can't really do that um and then i mean it says uw oshkosh from like the 30 to the 30 like Mm -hmm. um it's like it's it's the same thing it's like i don't know if you've ever seen vanderbilt's college basketball um stadium no their court is like the same thing except doesn't have a track but there's about 40 feet of base of um of sideline of like sideline court and then there's the stands on each side Mm. and so it's like this weird that would work well for covid but that would yeah but it's like this weird like I guess you put like the cheerleaders there in that kind of empty area, but it's like really weird. I mean, I'll probably send you a picture after, but I mean, it's, it's really All weird. Right, anyways, uh, uh, let's get to our picks. Yeah. We'll start with Thursday night's game. Um, this game sounds a little bit of a farter. Um, we got the Broncos at the Browns this week. Um, it's the Thursday night game. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos. All right, you're going Quinn? Um, I guess if you want, if you want to say that, um, it's more of I'm going, um, it's more of I'm, I don't, like the, the Browns are so banged up mm-hmm. that, um, so who's exactly out for the Browns? Uh, I know for sure. Um, it is. Uh, I know for sure it's um, Hill Tyree Kill. He's out for a couple of weeks. He oh, Tyree out. Kill is uh, Chiefs. Yeah. No, we're not Tyree Kill. Um, OBJ. No, the, didn't the Browns get some other guy from the from the Chiefs that? Um. Hmm, why? Why am I blanking here? I don't know. Browns. Oh, oh, I want to go back. Um. Ooh. Okay, so here's the. Injury report for the Browns. Um, Cleveland Browns. Oh, yikes. Um, AJ Green, he's out. Um, Baker Mayfield is out. Jarvis Landry is on injured reserve. Hopefully comes back from my fantasy. Wait, so you're saying AJ Green, but AJ Green was with the Bengals. And then with uh Tex is he with the Cardinals? They're the Browns now. Oh really? Yeah. Or okay. the, a cornerback AJ Green. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you meant the receiver. Um Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb's out. Kareem Hunt. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, the Ray Rice 2.0. Yeah, Kurt, yeah that's uh, a bad Kurt, reference. I'm gonna go Broncos in that. 
Yeah, that was a bad. That, that was a bad. That was a bad comparison. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I'm going Broncos. Um, you'd say something worse, but yeah, human remains have been found in Florida, but now it's five two. Don't start the slide. Um, that that was a reference. Something else, but yeah. Uh, let's leave it at that. Uh, next. Yeah. Week. All right. Um, we'll move on, and I'm gonna switch my picks to the Broncos now. Uh, Panthers at Giants. Um, I'm and, going Sam Darnold and Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I'm going the Panthers too. All right, Jets and Patriots. I'm okay. going Pats. Yeah, Pats are gonna steamroll them. Like they're they always do. <laughs> Chiefs at Titans. That's gonna be a good game. Uh I'm going Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Titans here. Um if the Titans play like they did this past week against kind of a, like a like meh Chiefs team this year. Um I think they, they can pull off another kind of game like they did this past week. Um, Obviously, my bad about that other comment, but... Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> let's move moving. on. Um, WFT at Green Bay. Uh, Packers. They're, they're wearing that, like, this... Uh, the green uniforms. Like, they're wearing the green, the green uniforms with the yellow numbering. I What's the, the the waste management uniforms? <laughs> I guess they look, they look like the garbage truck. <laughs> we're all we're all we're all having some bad references this week. Yeah, but yours are yours are worse. Mine was they actually look like mine was mine was referring to Kareem Hunt as Ray Rice 2.0 and then making a Brian Laundry reference. Yeah. Yeah, my bad about that. You might have to cut your bike here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna uh, Packers. Um, they're they're gonna just steamroll. <laughs> okay, this one I felt is a, a crappy matchup. We got the Falcons at the Dolphins. Oh my god! I'm going Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going Atlanta. Um, all right. Um, good matchup. Good, good is matchup. That, was, that game on thir- was that game on Thursday night? Because that seems like such a Thursday night game to put. That's not on a Thursday night. Oh, that's unfortunate. The Broncos and Browns are Thursday night. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That does seem like – that also seems like a Thursday night game. Yeah. Let's put the crappiest matchup. Just yeah, it's like – Message to Roger Goodell. Put the mat, Pat – crappiest matchup or crappiest storyline in, in Thursday night. Football. But it's not even on national television. It's on the NFL network. <laughs> it's like and then Fox. It's like you it's somehow, on Fox 2, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Fox 2, but they like syndicate it to, to NFL network. But you drag Troy Aikman and Joe Buck out there. I don't know if they're going to do that because they're they're in Houston. Because they're doing the Joe Buck. Wait, no, it would be uh, usually what they typically do is when Joe Buck is calling um, baseball. Baseball, they have a second 
secondary play-by-play guy for the football side of things. So that usually ends up being that ends up being uh, it's going to be Chris Myers probably. Well, Um, because the other dude that they would probably say is the number two would have been Tom Brenneman, but then Tom Brenneman said what he's. This bad. This episode is bad with a bunch of bad references. But the Tom Brenneman. The Tom (laughs) Brenneman. The Tom Brenneman, um, Nick Castellanos, <laughs> the Nick Castellanos um, call. I got the deep drive ago. left field. <laughs> and sorry, I have to take my mic off because I said something offensive. Yeah, That's uh, a, he would have probably been it. by Castellanos, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, enough yeah. with the bad crap. Um, and anybody else who gets this far, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Deep drive by Castellanos to left field. <laughs> yeah, as long as the playoff game doesn't have Nick Castellanos hitting a home run right now, which is probably not because he's on the Reds. Um, Bengals at, at Ravens. Good game oh. in the AFC North. That's going to be the Ravens. All right, I'm going Ravens too. Um, bad game for you. Um, Matthew Stafford or. Jared Goff has his homecoming into L.A. Stafford's going to throw five touchdowns. I I just look like Lions have – I was hoping the Lions would have a win by now, which they should have a win by now. They should have had two wins. Yeah, at least least two. 66-yard field goal by uh, Justin Mother Tucker. They should have won that had their officials call to delay a game. Um, and I'm not, I'm not being complaining about the officials. The officials actually apologized to the Lions and said, oh, we're sorry. We'll get them next time. Which is like, they always they'll send a blanket apology and be like, oh, yeah, sorry. We missed that call. We'll, we'll, we'll get them next time. We'll, we'll make sorry, sure. Sorry we screwed you over with more than one playoff call in your, in your, in your the, franchise's my, history. My uncle, my uncle Pass interference. My uncle always says the Lions, they, you know, the, the uh, phrase, they uh, grasp vict- uh, victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah. Lions grasp defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, it's like, that's the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing you're going Rams there. Yeah, the Rams are going to win. Okay, Eagles at Raiders. I'm going the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. uh, I'm going fly, Eagles, fly. What's that? All right. Texans at the only undefeated team in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going the Cardinals. That's going to be a – I hope – JJ Watt gets like 15, gets like eight sacks. And it's the record. Don, and then uh, DeAndre Hopkins gets like five touchdowns, <laughs> just clowns him. Um, but yeah, that's good. Be Wait, DeAndre, point. who? DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, you said Hopkins. I thought you said Watson. No. Okay. Yeah. No, I said Hopkins. Okay. Um, I might have just heard you wrong. Okay. Watson. I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah. I thought but, I, heard um, weird. I said what I said, but it's uh yeah. I'm gonna take the bird Cardinals. Okay, uh Bears at Bucks. Um rematch of the game where um Three, I'm, third I'm down. thought it was fourth down and it was really or is third he thought it was one more down yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, he thought it was uh boxer goes steamroll. I mean um the the Bears are so one dimensional. I mean their 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 running back room is like on fumes. Mm-hmm. Um you're I mean, if you saw I mean I was I was waiting for someone to say is uh this past week is um is uh what's a quarter for the Bears um Fields was Fields seeing ghosts because he was throwing like into no receiver within 15 yards. Mm. One would have was almost picked by like a was almost an interception by like a blade of grass. Um, but I mean this the it's at and it's even it's at Tampa, so yeah, it's Tampa's gonna put a beat down. All right, so the Sunday night game, uh, this felt like an interesting game to pick. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I'm going Carson Wentz and the Colts here. Yeah, I'm going that, that road too. Um, the this is supposed to be like a like the a bounce back year for the for the 49ers, and it's just like I mean, I know Kittle's been injured, but Kittle hasn't really done much anyway. Like it's mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the for the 49ers to just say fuck it and pull the plug on Garoppolo and put in uh what were the Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Just say put him in, like let's see what happens for one game. Mm. And maybe if they win, oh, keep him in for another game. If he if he plays like shit, okay, maybe you're gonna be a really bad team. Let's put Garoppolo back in. Like, give him a chance, give him a start. Um, because he's good whenever he whenever they're in. Like he's kind of it's it's a way to spring some life in the locker room. If that makes sense. All right, rematch a beast quick. No. Um, the Saints at the Seahawks. I'm going the Saints. Second game with Geno Smith at quarterback for the Seahawks. Is it in New Orleans or is it in it's in Seattle? Um kind of a crappy quarterback matchup. Yeah, they're well I wanna say they're both backups because Watson's the like starter. Jameis Winston. Damn, I said Another W. Winston's a starter, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Seahawks here. I mean, they're they're hard to play at home. Um, actually, no, I'm t- I, I'm gonna take the Saints actually because they're the Seahawks are hard to play at home. But I with Geno Smith and he's um and then they don't have Chris Carson. He's out. He's down the IR. Um, this is how a lot of people banged up. 
So I'm going the the Saints. All right. Um, do we want to hit up the college side of things, or yeah, do I'll, wanna... I'll do that. I'll speed through that this time. Oh, wait, blinded by the light. Uh, um, let's go to college football. Uh, I this weekend I'm going to Northwestern in Michigan. Uh, it's in Mich- at uh Ann Arbor. It's a noon or you're actually going. Uh, eleven o'clock game here. Um, Michigan gets back to back. Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. Hey, and- bad. Hey, what? bad. What? Ain't bad. They ain't bad of a. I do not like Joel. Uh, I'm fine with Joel Klatt. I don't like jo- Gus Johnson. He's got get away from the cop speed. Oh man, let's send it down to the All American Jenny Taft. And um, but it, I mean, as a, I shouldn't have done an impersonation there, but um. They, uh, I mean, what upsets me is this whole thing. Um, so college game day, um, is like the premier like pregame show of college football. Um, and you have the opportunity of Michigan. It's probably going to steamroll Northwestern this weekend. Are you working? Here? Hello. Yeah. Well, test, test. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Okay. They're probably a steamroll Northwestern this year, this week. Um, Michigan State's in a bye week. Michigan and Michigan State play next week in East Lansing. Both will probably undefeated, and they're and they're not. They're probably not going to go to that game. They're probably not going to have college game near there because Fox Sports already has that there. So. Yeah. It, it's stupid because they'll say, oh, well, Fox Sports already has that. Let's go down to Columbus and watch Ohio State play Penn State and what an amazing matchup that is and ignore the two undefeated teams. Um, test, test. Wait, you can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Can you hear I me? Mess- I was, yeah, I can hear you. I was just messing with Road Connect, and I think maybe it took, it, took me off for a little bit. Yeah, I'm um, back. But yeah, so let's, let's stop on my rant here uh, and go to my scouts picks. Um, so we got Wait, did you actually do like a word doc before? Oh, no, I, I didn't do a word doc. That would be smart. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that would have been smart. Um, but uh, so starting Thursday, going Thursday to the to like it's in order of time. Um, so Thursday night we got Tulane at, at uh, 21 SMU. Um, the SMUs will ride away uh, the ponies, the Broncos or where they are. Um, so SMUs will win that. Uh, Cincy and then Saturday uh, at 11 o'clock, these 11 o'clock games, Cincinnati at Navy. Um, Cincinnati is going to win by at least 35. Mm. Um, they're picking apart teams. Uh, Whitewater alert, uh, Oklahoma and Kansas. Kansas. If Kansas wins 
I might shit a pickle. Like, it's literally like... Yeah, I don't know if Lance gets... They're he can get one more win. I don't know where it will be. What? Well, I mean... I'm not well, saying he's going to get a win against Oklahoma. Oklahoma is Oklahoma. But the thing is, Oklahoma is like... It would be the most Oklahoma thing to lose to Kansas. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, their Oklahoma was going to win by forty at least. Um, uh, the game I'm going to Michigan and Northwestern. Northwestern is very very bad this year. Uh, they're three and three, but I'm pretty sure they got those. I mean, let's see who they get those three wins against. Uh, Northwestern. One against Rutgers last week. One against Ohio. Not Ohio State, Ohio. Ohio in the MAC. Yes. Right. Um, I wish they beat Ohio State. That'd be cool. Um, and they beat Indiana State. Okay. So, I mean. Shouldn't, shouldn't Northwestern always be obligated to play a, non, a non-conference game against, like, uh, NIU or something? Should that'd, be, that'd be cool, but I mean, they don't always do that. I mean, you have to schedule maybe in advance five years in advance, so they um, can't do like a, some rivalry. Well, they already have the Illinois, the other Illinois school that they always well, go this weekend they play, uh, or next weekend they play Purdue at Sold at uh, Wrigley Field at Wrigley, yeah. And it's Suck. like games at Wrigley are s- stupid. Because um, because you got to put the uh, the goalpost on the other. There's only one way to put the goalpost. Well, because they because they did the renovations of Wrigley Field, they put the they put seating closer. They kind of put seating closer, and so you have to put the football field in the outfield, and one of the end zones backs up right to the ivy. Yeah. Um, and so, so why do they why did they even do a game at Wrigley? Because it's a cool venue. It's like it's like doing a game. Like it would make more sense to do one at Miller Park or American Family Field or whatever you call it now. I mean, I don't even think that. I mean, you have the seating for that. And it's really has 42,000, I think. Um, but it's like football games and baseball stadiums are weird. I mean, the Raiders did that at the Coliseum, but the Coliseum is like a and is like an entire parking garage. Mm. Like the foul lines are enormous. The line I mean, it makes it makes sense to do like a hockey game outside every once in a while. I know the NBA. The NBA is thinking about doing outdoor and, stuff. Hockey games and baseball fields are really weird too. Yeah, um, but it still looks cool. Still looks cool if they when they do those outside. Looking for a good seat in a hot in a baseball seat for a hockey game. They're not going to put anybody on the field. So unless you're behind the net, which is a third or first base line, or yeah. if you put in the outfield. I mean, that's even, that's even worse. I put in the outfield because it's like there's no good seat. Um, but anyway, back to my picks. Uh, Northwestern is going to get wrecked, um, and they will. I'll say they lose by twenty-seven. Um, 
uh, Illinois goes on the road to um, Penn State. Penn State is going to – I'm not going to make a reference here. Yeah, because we made, we made enough I, bad references. No, and there are enough references, but Penn State's going to shut the lights out. Um, but uh, That's still a bad reference. I know. I was trying not to, but uh, it's uh, – They're, they're going to keep it under the covers. Yeah. <laughs> but um uh I don't know if you heard what uh what um uh Wisconsin's old coach uh um what's the Barry Alvarez Brett, Brett Bielema. Brett Bielema. He made so Illinois is very bad this year. Um they're going to be very bad for the next couple of years until there's a the until Brett Bielema has his own Recruiting class, similar like Lance at uh, Kansas. Yeah. Um, and he said in a press conference, he's like, well, first of all, both are both are starting – both our quarterbacks are transfers. So, they're like – they're transfers. Um, our offensive line, he said, going into the season – I knew we had to change personnel in, in the spring. We had to change personnel. I knew we weren't going to be good. And then said none of our our offensive line, none of the none of the people who started can even do a damn. <laughs> he said something in the he line. He just took a bunch of shots at his own team. No, he made excuses. He's like, well, the reason why we're bad is because our both our both our quarterbacks are are transfers. I don't know who they are. Uh, our offensive line can't even block a fly. Uh, <laughs> like, um, it sounds team, like uh, Jim Mora. Are you going to do diddly poo offensively? Yeah, anyway, it's um, playoffs. Playoffs. We're talking playoffs. Um, but uh, they are, they are who they thought they were, but we let them off the hook. Yeah. So um, I can do that. I can do that. I can so, be like, they're not who they thought they were, and I hit the mic. Yeah, so yeah, it's true you could do that. Um, <laughs> uh, next game, Wake Forest and Army. Army coming off a they barely lost to Wisconsin. Um, but uh, Army is they're Wake. That's gonna be a close game. Um, I'm gonna say Wake Forest pulls it out though. Um, let's see about Wisconsin. They play in uh, West Lafayette at Purdue. Purdue coming off a fantastic, like, all watch, watch Wisconsin lose that. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Purdue played really well against Iowa. Um, won, I think, 21 to 7 over Iowa. Um, and I was, I, I mean, Iowa is good defense has one of the best defense defenses in the in the in maybe the country. Their yeah. offense outside of their running back is terrible. Um, so um, same thing with Wisconsin. Wisconsin has a very good defense, but their offense is like Patrick Starr with a with a two by four yeah. forehead. <laughs> it's like trying to go through a door. Um Oh, but, the, uh, the wood block and then trying to go through the – okay, yeah, I got that reference. Yeah, so um, Purdue's going to win that. Um, 
Iowa State and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's going to win that because um, Iowa State can never have anything nice. Um, the uh, Oregon uh, and uh, UCLA, uh, that will be at the Rose Bowl because um, that's where UCLA plays. Um, I'm going to say UCLA pulls off an upset. Um Oregon is like they're t- they're the ten they're tenth in the nation, but they're kind of like very susceptible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a glare there. Um, then uh, we got uh, LSU and Old Miss. Um, I'm gonna go Old Miss here. Um, I don't just I don't like Old Miss. They will win. Um, Clemson and uh, I like two tickets to Pittsburgh, please. Uh, <laughs> um, Pittsburgh, uh, I'm going to say Pitt wins that, and it's going to make me smile ear to ear because I do not like Clemson. Um, uh, sorry to my friends who go to Clemson. Um, Alabama and Tennessee. Alabama is going to win by 28. Okay. Um, who's still who's the number one right now? Uh, the the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. Um, they did not play this week. Did you um, see the tweet? Who is it? Was it Purdue or who that beat Purdue Iowa? Beat the two out of Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny as heck. Um. So uh, next we have San Diego State and Air Force. San Diego State. Oh, actually, that's a. I'm going to take Air Force in that. Um, Air Force, I'm going to say Air Force wins by a field goal. Um, uh, and uh, we're almost done. The uh, was the Roadrunners of UT San Antonio. They're in the top 25. Really? UTSA? Yes. They've only had a program for like 11 years. This is their first time in the top 25? Probably. I mean, they're playing They're playing uh, Louisiana Tech. I'm going to say um, you, uh, San Antonio uh, wins by a touchdown. Um, then we got the stinker in Bloomington, uh, Ohio State and Indiana. And... Indiana is going to get steamrolled by Ohio State. Um, a good old rivalry game, USC hosts uh, – or, or Notre Dame hosts USC. Um, I, w- I really hope USC wins. As a Michigan fan, I don't like Notre Dame. Mm. But USC has been um, – very interesting. Um, the future employer of Urban Meyer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm going to say the Irish win that um, by a touchdown. Um, Texas A&M and the Cox of South Carolina. <laughs> the Gamecocks, that is. I'm not mm-hmm. making a reference there. Uh, yeah, we made too many bad references. But um, uh uh, Texas A&M will win that. And finally, final game this of the week. Um, 
is NC State and my and the U Miami, um, and NC State is going to win that by a touchdown. So all right, that's D one. Uh-huh. I don't know if you want to go through D three. I don't know who Whitewater even plays. Or probably win. I don't know either. I don't think it probably really... win by thirty five. Probably, Lacrosse will probably win. Those are the only two games that matter on, on the on the WEAC. Yeah, I mean, until one of those two. Until lose. November 6th. Yeah, until one of those I'll two. I'll be at that lose. game. I'll be at homecoming next week. Um, I would not be going to homecoming. I wanted to. Um, but like I said before, Michigan plays Michigan State that day. Mm. And I will I, be. I will. Here's my homecoming plans. I am going to be in Madison Friday night. Anybody for UW Whitewater party at, at Wisconsin men's basketball Ooh. exhibition game. For, it will be my first time at the Cole Center. So I'm not covering a high school game the next two two Fridays because I got a wedding to go this week and then I gotta I'm gonna go to Cole Center next week. And then after the game, I'm gonna drive the two hours back to Kenosha because mm. I cannot crash at my at one of my buddy's places in Fort Atkinson and I'm going to drive there sleep a little bit and I'm going to drive back up to Whitewater for homecoming that sounds like a plan uh the bold move let's see how it plays out cotton (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what finish the line there um but uh yeah um We'll see. We'll see if Pumpers is in. Still, if they're, I don't know. I thought they were suspended or something, but I don't know. I don't know what the up, I mean, update on that is. Every year, don't they like threaten to take your license away? And then they don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, and I think I think they got suspended or something. But I'm like, it'd be a travesty if no one could go into Pumpers at homecoming. They're still going to Pumpers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's breaking. Um, but uh, switching on baseball, um, what a disappointment. Uh, the I want to disappoint me. It's the yesterday's game with the um, it felt like what I saw was that uh, it looked like the Braves had it. I was like looking at a TV in the Deer District, and it was like it looked like they had it. They were up like five nothing. Atlanta. Um, it was a high fastball that I think Bellinger said it was the second highest fastball he's ever hit. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see what's the highest he's ever hit because that was a very high. That was maybe That's... three inches out of the, three inches on the top of the zone, um, and. Um, he, um, I mean, I, I was watching, like, are you kidding me, Atlanta? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, I went from looking at the score and then like, I don't know how long later I, I went back I to that like, same TV and I saw Kenley Jansen and I'm like, man, something must've happened. I was like gloating in like them saying, well, it looks like Dodger Stadium, it's the seventh inning, and it's already half full. And I was laughing my ass off because it just proves how fair weather fans are. Mm-hmm. Uh, better, or they just want to beat the LA traffic. Makes sense. 
Um, that's probably their excuse. Is I want to beat the trap. Probably. Um, but um, if you lived in that that city, you wouldn't blame them. Yeah. Um, and but then again, let's say it went eighteen innings, and you'd be like, Yeah. Um, but the uh, right now they're looking good. It's uh, the bomb the seventh. It's five two. Um. Five times with two outs, five two um, Braves. So let's see. So um, the Braves could match, uh, win the National League. Did the American well, League get set? The next two at home. So um, the. Or was it? I think the American League's been set, if I'm correct. I don't what? remember who it is. No, um, it's three two now for the for the damn cheaters. The um, well, either way, they're cheaters, and you don't want to put card your cards in the, the, the same the, either one of those. I, that that's the quote coming from Pete Peter Serzant, who's from WIP in Kenosha, and I was overhearing his call. And they're the two other guys he does the Kenosha game of the week with, who are he's like, I don't want to put my cards on in, in either one of those piles. Yeah. I have a couple of family friends who are Red Sox fans, and so I'm pulling for the Red Sox. Um, I mean, yes. And Dave Bush is the uh, the pitching coach for the Boston Red Sox. I was just like, huh, that yeah. dude pitched for the Brewers a while ago, a long time about um, about a decade ago. Yesterday's game with the with the Red Sox, there was a going into the eighth inning it was like a four to three advantage in hits uh for the for the astros and it's a two one game and then the that was a joke the mighty mighty little person uh uh hits a home run over the monster um oh i get it in a garbage can yeah hold on let me take my uh let me take my buzzer off here uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't take Wait, let my- me let me take my lav mic off let me take yeah. my wireless thing that they're getting audio from me during the game when it's buzzard <laughs> um but and i mean they he hit home on the tie and then the top of the ninth they the um the astros scored like eight and it just put the game to bed mm. um and then tonight they just like smacked the uh, Red Sox, and I mean, the one thing I want to avoid is I hope that Atlanta can finish it out, so it doesn't end up being an Astros Dodgers World Series for the billionth time. Mm-hmm. Um, see, like, oh, it's the same narrative. Let's see it's how it's the Golden goes. State Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Um, or this year, if it was the Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks, well, it would be like that if it happens like four more year. times. Yeah. Um, I would be okay with that if it happened four more times, as yeah, long as the Bucks came on the side on all the sides four times. Yeah, unless uh, unless and then the one time the Bucks blow a three-one lead in the series. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to be thinking about that. No, Scout, don't put bad bad thoughts in my head. I mean, it would be a Budenhoser move to do, but... <laughs> you can't say that now. He's got a title. 
Yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah, he's a. He's, he's probably a, one of the few Popovich yeah, um, prodigies that actually like now broke has a the Popovich curse. Yeah. Um. But the uh, same year, the same year, so Budenholzer wins the title. The same year, a, a Nick Saban assistant beats Nick Saban. Oh, that's that's odd. <laughs> Talk about oh, your... yeah, it wasn't. It was uh, it was um Jimbo Fisher, and yeah. uh, I forgot. Like Nick Saban is like the Belichick of. Yeah, he uh, coached with Belichick. Oh my God! No way. <laughs> yeah, I thought he did. Look it up quick. Look it up quick. I need to look. Let me get my research glasses on. Look at the glare. Uh, <laughs> um, you're, you're, you're gonna end up saying it like Jim's Jim Cates. <laughs> I I found an error on the royal purple that I want you to fix. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he always wanted me to do something music related for like some video thing. It was like I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, he wanna, thought it was cool. I was a Sousa nut. They did. Yeah. Saban served as his assistant coach alongside Bill's father, Steve Belichick. Belichick became the head coach of the Cleveland Browns and hired Saban as his defensive coordinator. Yep. Oh my gosh. Two geniuses. And then they didn't even do well. Well, I mean, it was the Browns, but yeah. No college coach or no um, Saban is, and that's why I always say like. And then the other freaky thing is Pete Carroll coached in between Parcells and Belichick in New England. Yeah, and then proceeded to cheat at USC and get caught. <laughs> and then, uh, but hey, cheaters never want, never win unless you're the Houston Astros. <laughs> and, uh, and those poor garbage cans. All right. Um, I'm going to do some plugs quick. Um, got some special uh, – Episodes of podcast on D Shot coming up. The next um, one of them's recorded and edited already. Um, one of them is to be recorded pretty soon. Um, November, the week of November 6th is the birth week of my favorite composer, America's March King, John Philip Souza. Um, I have one podcast that will be posted that week. Also, one will be posted that week. There will be music in them. Um, one, the first one is with Laura Schischel, who um, is one of the foremost experts on Sousa, uh, conducts the Virginia Grand Military Band, um, and is part of the music division of the Library of Congress. Um, that's an hour-long conversation. Um, and then there is um, the one that's to be recorded soon will be Jason Fett, or Kurt, I should throw his, his uh, actual title, a military title. Uh, is Colonel Jason Fettig, who is the director of the president's own United States Marine Band, and another conversation about John Philip Sousa and um, kind of um, his journey to being director of the Marine Band and um, also some stuff on what it's like to conduct at the White House and 
um, stories with presidents and stories with um, celebrities. Uh, so look out for those two. I don't, I don't know if any, how many people will listen to those two, but they should, they're, I wanted to do some Sousa related stuff near Sousa's birthday. And those are going to be um, the two that um, are going to be posted. Happy birthday, Sousa. <laughs> yeah. Died, at, died in 1932. Oh, so he'd be old as, old as dirt now. Yeah, but, you know, he, he wrote the Stars and Stripes Forever and the Washington Post and Semper Fidelis and oh. patriotic tunes that we associate with, like, the 4th of July and maybe some... Um, I thought that know, was maybe... more in the USA and uh, anything that's, like, what is it? You wrote... Really? Oh, I did not know that. Nice. Well, those are even two. I'm just plugging yeah. those. Listen to those too. I'm gonna join the plug here. So, all right. So, um, we'll have a better episode next week. Um, less references. Less references. Um, and hopefully, we don't get any backlash. Yeah. Um, hopefully, so won't be canceled. <laughs> only, only, only person that can cancel this is me. So. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And yeah, thank you. Adios. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Podcasts on D-Shot. Feel free to give any of the other episodes a listen as a lot of them have some great, exciting content as well as some great interviews. Don't forget to give my Facebook page a like, Daniel Shotler Journalist, as well as give me a follow on Twitter or Instagram at DShot1992. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on Google Podcasts or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find this. And hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening and have a good day.